Welcome to A Theater in the Dark's A War of the Worlds, adapted from H.G. Wells' novel by Mac Gordon and Corey Bradbury. This audio play runs approximately 70 minutes with no intermission, and was performed live in real time over the internet on Halloween 2021. The cast includes Greg Garrison, Mac Gordon, Ming Hudson, and Elizabeth McCoy, with original music by Ben Zucker. Corey Bradbury directs and sound engineers the production. To listen to our show uninterrupted, hear other audio offerings, or support A Theater in the Dark, find us online at atheaterinthedark.com. Chicago. Bars and restaurants are full. Couples hold hands along the Riverwalk. One would never suspect that less than 100 miles to the southwest, a curious thing has happened. Uh, sir, have you heard of the men from Mars? Uh, just about enough, thanks. Uh, uh, ma'am, wh- what do you think of the Martians? Oh, I think we'll beat them, but I don't understand why we haven't tried to communicate with them yet. Uh, you always gotta listen to both sides. Excuse me, sir. Can we get your thoughts on the creatures in Kankakee? Uh, the what and the who? The Martians, sir! No, 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 you gotta sell that to someone else, pal. I'm running late. When I got home from the crash site, I looked so haggard, it startled Izzy. I sat down at the table and drank some wine. Image number four from Isabel Wells' camera, discovered below DuSable Bridge. It's titled, Husband at the Table with a Wine Glass. His skin is pale, his shoulders are slumped and his eyes look down. You can see there are ashes spilling off his head down into his glass. What's in your hair? Huh? Uh, it's it's not mine. It's it's just dirt. As soon as I could get my head, I told my wife the things I'd seen. Oh my god. They can't get out of the pit, though. Earth's gravity is three times what it is on Mars. They're sluggish. What did they look like? Like the most terrible things I'd ever seen. Like nothing much. I needed the world to stay level. I needed things to be safe. And there's only two or three of them. A bomb in the pit if it comes to it. They caught us by surprise, is all. What does Ogilvy say? Dr. Ogilvy. What? It's Professor Ogilvy. He, um... Is he worried? Casper Ogilvy. No. No. Let's just sit down and eat, okay? This will be under control by morning. I bet the Dodo said the same thing. Talking about that first ship of sailors. We'll peck them to death tomorrow, my dear. Well, let's go to the city then. Go to your aunt's. Get a little further off. Okay. Yeah, we'll take the first train in the morning. Get us all in the same place. Come upstairs. H.G., get some sleep. I'll be up soon. I did not know it then, but that was the last civilized dinner we were to eat for very many strange and terrible days. I scoured the news, pressed my attention against the screen for hours, 
Dr. Pearson, Dr. Pearson. is the National Guard being called in or not? There have been casualties at the pit in Kankakee, but the numbers are minimal. The administration sees no need for a state of emergency. This is localized and contained. I should have been with you, my dear Isabel. Like, we should be excited. Like, how many years have we looked to the stars seeking first contact, you know what I mean? I wish I had pressed myself against you in our bed, felt your warmth and breathed your scent. Whatever is combustible flashes into flame at its touch. It's some kind of a heat ray is what it is. Of course, no a one has yet proven. A heat ray is what it is. HG, you've got to move! Hey, get up! I take a beat to think of him. I open the window and stare. I see a single falling star. Its beam gathers bright into an unmistakable greenish tail. It's another one. A second falling cylinder. I am not great at thinking on my feet. We had no car, but I had to do something. Nearby, uh, a neighbor. I could get there in a minute. And I could hope. Surely enough, his car is in the lane. Wood-paneled station wagon. But it's locked. You have to understand. I was desperate. I I wasn't thinking straight. And so I try the front door of my neighbor's house. I step into the kitchen. My breath catching in short staccato wraps. The counter messy with gin and beer. Uh, The table by the phone, the drawers near the sink, silverware, stationery. But no keys. So I move deeper into the house, past the stairs, through the hall. I peek into the bathroom. Hay sacks of clothes in every room. The sweet, rank smell of week-old drunk. Cases of toilet paper filling a wall. Some kind of doomsday prep. Where was he now that the day had come? And then... A soft wheeze. The trickling rattle of adenoid hum. I find myself in the darkness of his bedroom. I measure my steps, heel to toe, just as quiet as I can be. I write this down as it happened. I find myself against his bed. There are things I might have concealed, but I write it down honestly. He only sounds his gentle rumble. The reader must form their judgment as they will. And the horse whips of my two cardboard heart. Oh, shit. On the bedside table, a bottle of booze. And the keys. A station wagon never felt so free. Outside, the military had arrived. Izzy, wake up. Uh, mm-hmm. Grab your things, we're leaving for the city. What time is it? <coughs> what do you need? My camera bag, at least. Is it morning? Things have gotten worse, but I got a car. Where? I left it running with both doors open. Get in. Buckle up. Where'd you get this? The neighbor, two doors down. Steven? Um... Yeah. Where was he? Uh, Who's this up ahead? He wants you to stop. It's not safe to be on the roads right now. Well, it's not safe to be in our house. I've got orders to turn folks back. Do you know what's out there? You'll have to turn back. There's no one else around. I don't make the rules, sir. They're shelling to the south across the river. We're heading north to the city. Orders are orders. Now, please. Sir, we are just one more headache that you and your team don't need right now. We're one more household you won't need to evacuate later. We're not going to need to evacuate. Look the other way. Please. 
Don't stop. For anything. Photo number five in the reel of film. County Road, Concrete Factory, at night. The signal lights of the railway are red, despite the fact that there is no train in sight. I didn't think to wake him up. What? Stephen. He was there? Yeah, but he was drunk. He was passed out, and I, I just... There's nothing we can do about it now. It was an emergency. Dr. Ogilvy. Casper Ogilvy. It was. Slow down. What? Look at that. On the road. Photo 6. From a night-drenched field. A strange and lonely picture. A horse trots all alone, down an open stretch of highway. We made it to the city in 45 minutes. My pace slowed to cross the bridge. But Chicago was relaxed. No fear. They've seen worse, I guess. Seven. The calm before the storm. A Duncan shop with a small line inside. Your aunt says she's at Miller's Pub. Eight. Buckingham Fountain, dry as a bone. She wants us to meet her there. I'll drop you off. Nine. Her husband's face. Knitted brows, mouth agape. There's something I have to do. I couldn't help myself. It was a mistake. But how could I know? Izzy, I will write letters to you as long as I manage to live. Putting words down in an impossible attempt to make things better. I wish I was open to see your eyes and hear your voice. To smell you and feel you. But I steeled myself instead. I'm going back for Stephen. H.G.? I have to. H.G., look at me. You are allowed to do what you think is right. I love you no matter what, but if you go This will be over before we know. You're abandoning me. In four hours, I'll be here. You're leaving You're going to be fine. I don't want to beg you. Well, then don't. Please? Baby, please. I have to. Exposure follows the station wagon. The background a blur. The camera betrayed by shaky hands. Nah, nah, no way. It's Iran, you know? No, no, it's aliens. They've seen them. Nah, it's terrorists. That's who it is. None of these machines are working. I can't close out any of my tabs. Ah, for shit's sake. Hey, listen up, everybody. Credit card reader is down. We're cash only for now. Excuse me, I'm looking for someone. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Take a look. Is there another room or an upstairs? I don't see her anymore. Uh, a bunch of people just ran out. What? I'm trying to check Twitter for what's going on, but the Wi-Fi's not working. What's the password there again? Ah, oh, man, Jesus. just my company. All right, stay calm, everybody. We got a blackout. It's time to head outside. Move calmly, but it's time to go. Everybody out! HG, wait, HG! Dr. Pearson! Dr. Pearson, Dr. Pearson. I've got another question for you. What is the federal response? Pearson, Dakota Evans, New York Times. Has there been any attempt to communicate with these beings? Without success. 
These creatures have not moved from their pit and appear incapable of doing so. City officials have not responded to requests about a possible lockdown or evacuation, citing the need for a conservative approach. Driving the dark road back to Kankakee. However, there's been a great deal of activity around the sand pit. Cutting left to swing Three through the smaller streets of Bourbonnais. Call Isabel. Calling Isabel. Which rolls at an exceptional rate. Their machines are armed with another weapon, fired like a rocket, black smoke. And what exactly are the effects of this black smoke? It removes oxygen from the air at an alarming rate. It seems to be absolutely devastating. Call Isabel. What the hell? Just then, a lurid green glare lit the road about me and showed the distant fields, a silent brightness like summer lightning. Barreling in the distance was the fourth falling star. I pulled back in my neighbor's driveway. The door still open. Into the kitchen. The place was wrecked. The roof caved in. Still, I made my way through the silent house. But there is no sound of snoring. Past the stairs, through the hall, into the bedroom. The sweet, rank smell of weak old drunk. The south wall imploded. Rubble and debris and open air. Despite his room now half outside. The flies are still here. Even worse. Stephen? Wake up. Stephen? My hand to his chest. It comes back red. Sticky and slick. Photograph number 11. The turned out streetlights of Michigan Avenue. Dear HG, without you here, this is the only way I know how to say what I see. Isabel Wells, lovers together still. In a confused group of people, an old man shields his wife from the push and the press of the crowd. Oh, be careful. There's burning trees that fell across the lines. I hear there was a floating body. Watch out for my wife, please, her legs. Get back into your house. If they're stuck oh. in a pit, why are we being pushed along? You're Our okay, word. sweetheart. We'll get you to the boat, okay? The boat? Oh, be careful. I left my wife, and for the good of what? My neighbor's death now hung around my neck. My stolen car and my complicit heart racing back out to the city. Checkpoint soldiers are gone. You're abandoning me. Rain dumped down, and lightning flashed. And it revealed the thing. A metal Martian tripod. A hundred feet high, rolling forth at a terrific speed. As powerful as horses stamping earth, but tall. And monstrous. I pushed the gas and brought myself closer, within 200 feet. Spider legs ripping, shredding down the highway, clearing a path. Please, baby, please. I followed the Martian tripod closer and closer still, careening toward Chicago. It lumbered forward, two feet in the air, the third holding all that beast's weight and motion. I strain my eyes to see. And then, I hear the sound. A siren-like howl. And then... To my left, a second Martian tripod. So close I can only make out one mechanical... HG, you've got to move! scream! And wrench the wheel hard to the right! 
slow motion, the car flipped through the air. The moment before, I lose consciousness. I hear again the sound. The sound those creatures made. adapted from H.G. Wells's novel by Mac Gordon and Corey Bradbury. This audio play was performed for you live on Halloween 2021 by Greg Garrison as Dr. Ogilvy, Ming Hudson as The Professor, Mac Gordon as H.G. Wells, and Elizabeth McCoy as Isabel Wells. And of course, they all played much more than that. Ben Zucker created our original music and additional sound, with additional soundscapes by Mac Gordon and myself your director, stage manager, and sound engineer for the evening, Corey Bradbury. Special thanks to John Olson Communications, Brandon Bowler, Zach Parkhurst, and Ross Burlingame. Please help us spread the word about our show. To hear other audio offerings or support A Theater in the Dark, find us online at atheaterinthedark.com.